Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. December 3rd, 2013. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with John Stewart. Tonight, my name is John Stewart. Tonight's guest from the film Dallas Buyers Club. This is a good movie. You got to check this movie out. Jared Leto's going to be here. He's an unbelievable job in the movie. Unbelievable. Listen, listen to this. We are currently in what I feel like is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Festive trees go up. Carolers. Break out in song. Starbucks switches out its vat of pumpkin spice additive <laughs> for its vat of peppermint additive. <laughs> it's the same additive. <laughs> Paint a stripe on it. It's truly a time to appreciate what we have, especially when in any moment we could lose it all. The minority is becoming the majority at the community pool. How Sharia law is changing everything. Sharia law is changing everything. And probably not for the better. Because while I'm not really clear what Sharia law is, I do know it's relatively Muslimy. And if Fox is talking about it, it's the kind of Muslimy that's going to destroy this very nation. How is it changing everything? A YMCA in Minneapolis, St. Paul, is starting a swim group for Muslim girls, but special considerations have to be made to, cap to keep with their religious beliefs. Oh my God, special considerations! <laughs> Everything has changed! <laughs> Wait, what, what's changed? During the one-hour class, the pool is being shut down, the men's locker room is being locked, and female lifeguards are being brought in. Oh my God, everything has changed! <laughs> Dogs now walk, babies dancing makes you sad! <laughs> Tears come out of your ears and snot comes out of your butt! <laughs> Which is not how it is now, I can tell you that. It actually, though, it seems like the only thing that has changed because of Sharia law is, is one YMCA pool's schedule whiteboard. That seems like the only thing <laughs> that... But I can see how that could be traumatic. 
First, they came for our Tuesday synchronized aqua dance. And I did not speak out. Because I, I prefer water exercise with a pool noodle. What is it like to live in that world of pure fear and despair, where every inconsequential change in what was becomes a harbinger of a dystopian post-America apocalypse where only Muslims can swim. <laughs> and the sidewalk game where decent law-abiding white folk are randomly knocked out has replaced baseball as our national pastime. <laughs> and the sense of persecution is always at its worst right around this time of year. A new battle in the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. The school district that's now saying faith-based tunes have no place in their elementary school. The majority of Americans celebrate Christmas, so everybody should have the right to enjoy this season without the interference of a few bah humbug bullies. How can I enjoy my Christmas when I know that somewhere a little Jewish boy isn't being forced to sing O Little Town of Bethlehem? <laughs> the joy there <laughs> who will save Christmas Sarah Palin she has a new book out about the meaning of Christmas <laughs> I was hoping for Blitzen but uh, she'll do carry on can you understand why somebody who is not a self-identified Christian would feel uncomfortable with um, demonstration of something from the, from the Bible, from the New Testament, coming from the government? Because to them, that might feel like their government is picking a religion and it's not, it's not theirs. Well, there are things that we can do about that to, I guess, lessen that offense. We can do that in our personal lives. For instance, in, in my family, we have the menorah out on, through December on our kitchen table. I, I want to teach my children about uh, the Jewish faith. Quick word to the Palin kids. <laughs> While I appreciate the gesture, <laughs> Jews don't actually just leave a menorah out for the month of December. Like a, like a knick-knack in a curio case. <laughs> Goes in the window, and, and, and you only put it there for, for eight days. And also, Palin kids, this is not a menorah. <laughs> now, there's got to be someone who can defend Christmas with a little more authority. Over the years, we've taken on the role of protecting the federal holiday of Christmas. Even though it is not in any way threatened. <laughs> But I'll bite, since we do this dance every year, tell me why this year it is especially egregious to use the phrase, happy holidays. What is interesting this year is that Hanukkah will be over on Thursday. So there are no more holidays between then and Christmas Day. Damn you, O'Reilly. <laughs> We've been checkmated. Without Hanukkah, we have no excuse to say happy holidays, plural. Because apparently you can't include anything past Christmas, like Kwanzaa, Epiphany, and New Year's. Although by that logic, it means that up until Hanukkah, you can only say happy Hanukkah, but who the f cares about that? 
But I'm sorry, I interrupted your flow, Mr. O'Reilly. What other secular humanists are peeing on your Yule log this year? Macy's, a company that I generally like. Macy's! <laughs> Macy's isn't Christmassy enough for you? Macy's? Miss Macy's? The one emblazoned with a bejeweled believe sign? That could be seen from space? The one that looks as though someone ejaculated tinsel all over it? That Macy's? What have they done? This year they're touting Santa Claus who will help you, quote, with your holiday wish list. So here's my question to Macy's. What holiday is Santa celebrating? Ah! That is a good question. <clears throat> Santa, or Sinterklaas, is celebrating the Feast of St. Nicholas, which originated in the Netherlands in the Middle Ages and occurs every December 6th. But you might not have heard about that because like every other December holiday, it was long ago sucked into the insatiable black hole that is Christmas. <laughs> and by the way, you're upset with a department store because in their effort to get you to buy a Swarovski crystal Hello Kitty snowman figurine, <laughs> They're not invoking Christ's name enough. <laughs> I thought Christians used to complain that their holiday was getting commercialized. Are those days gone? I love the commercialization of Christmas because it spreads the Christmas cheer. It's the most jolly holiday, obviously, uh, on our calendar. Obviously. <laughs> so commercialization is what's spreading Christmas cheer. Oh, I've been so confused about the message of that holiday for so long. I thought it was about opening one's homes to friends and family, not opening one's present and then returning it for store credit. Look, <laughs> if the true spirit of Christmas is best spread and expressed through commercialism and materialism, then anyone who denounces those things is by the transit of property waging war on Christmas. Sarah Palin, Bill O'Reilly, meet your newest nemesis. Today, Pope Francis denounced trickle-down economics as unfair to the poor. He takes a shot at commercialism. Calling for Catholics everywhere to resist excessive capitalism and materialism. When will the Pope stop his war on Christmas? <laughs> well, well, I hope his message is heard and someday Macy's will truly honor the spirit of Christmas. We'll be right back. AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. Now, like most people these days, I have one source for news that I turn to more than any other. Twitter. <laughs> Because I likes my news like I likes my ladies. Short and punchy and delivered secondhand by anonymous sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That doesn't really speak very highly of me, does it? <laughs> Without Twitter, how else would I learn about revolutions in Iran or non-existent fights with angry ladies on airplanes? <laughs> and this weekend, Twitter came through again. The Republican National Committee had tweeted a photo of Rosa Parks. The caption on that said, today we remember Rosa Parks' bold stand and her role in ending racism. It's over! <laughs> it's official. Stick a fork in racism. It's done. Thanks to Rosa Parks, racism completely ended. That's why all history books on racism post-1955 are completely empty. <laughs> you, may, you may ask, why did they make it so big then? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now, you may say to yourself, well... <laughs> you may say to yourself, what qualifies the RNC to make the call about racism being over. Well, who would know better whether racism had ended than a, a group of old white men? <laughs> and they're now saying racism is done. I mean, once something's been tweeted, you can't take it back, right? The RNC later tweaked their tweet after many expressed anger and dismay at the comment. Are you kidding me? You officially announced an end to racism, then three hours later, you start racism again? <laughs> you know what that makes you? Indian givers. That, no, no, I know that's racist because racism is back now. That's why I said it. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm allowed to. Yeah, racism is back. If it was, o if it was over. Archie Bunker died in my ear. What did the RNC's correction say exactly? The new tweet read: Previous tweet should have read. Today, we remember Rosa Parks' bold stand and her role in fighting to end racism. Okay, I suppose that is a little more accurate. Although they did later have to issue a third tweet clarifying, also, instead of Rosa Parks' bold stand, we probably should have gone with refusal to stand, <laughs> which is what she did. And again, we today remember hashtag oops, which, as you know, was quickly followed by, and by remember, we don't mean we ever forgot her, but it was a long time ago, and wow, am I still not out of characters yet? Hashtag Twitter is hard, hashtag still not out of characters, hashtag OFUC. And then, the final tweet, and can we just say, how good was the butler? I mean, the movie, not black people as butlers, not to say they're bad at it. Oh no, here we go again. Hashtag go Latinos. Hashtag why do I keep hitting send? Hashtag we'll be right back. My guest tonight, actor, the lead vocalist of 30 Seconds to Mars. His new film is called Dallas Buyers Club. Please welcome Jared Leto. Soak it in, boy. Soak it in. Mm. Enjoy the feeling. Why did you, why did you sit down? <laughs> I feel like you're your so Nark fickle. older brother right now. 
trying to convince you to go back to school. All right, sit. My friend. Yes. What a performance you give in Thank this film. Thank you. Be and a beautiful film. Thank and you And well so done, much. the Dallas Buyers Club. Have you, it's, it's out, they can see it. Yeah, you can see it, you, you can walk to you a theater and actually watch it. You must go see it, the, the performances. You won an award just today. I did. The New York Circle, uh, Critic Circle. Yeah, I did. Is that a, a ceremony, do they call you? Just a couple of hours, I didn't even know about it, but uh, 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 well, I'd, I'd know now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just tell me. <laughs> Uh, I'm a newsman. <laughs> Breaking news. Exclusive. You're an award-winning actor. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Uh, but yeah, I did this uh, New York uh, uh, Film Critics Circle Award, uh, and it's, it's quite an honor. It's really humbling. It's I hadn't made wonderful. a film in almost six years, so to come back and get this kind of love and support is, is nuts. That's amazing. You hadn't made... Uh, uh, was there something in particular about this story that you thought, well, I just, I need to get back in, in, in the game, or had you decided prior to that? Well, I thought I'd look pretty good in a skirt. <laughs> uh, as, as I think most people here would agree. I think you pretty much look good. Uh, I don't think it matters. Skirt, <laughs> bag, top hat, beard. It doesn't really, you know. It's, you it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a I nice thing it. for you. Uh, the, uh, uh, the thing that surprised me about this, so, most people, you know, they do a role, they have to maybe lose a little weight or change your You had to do all these things. Yeah. But you had to do them in three weeks. Yeah. Now, that, that seems like not a tremendous amount of preparation time. It's not. And, and I lost about 30, 40 pounds. So, the first thing I, I did is... I'm I, sorry? I lost about 30, 40 pounds. In three weeks? No, uh, through the course. But the majority oh. I did lose in the first few weeks. And right. So, basically, I just stopped eating. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, it's so that's funny. your plan, huh? Uh, that's <laughs> Jared Leto's diet plan. Don't uh, eat. The less you eat, the better of an actor you are. Yeah. Um, and then when I did start eating, I, basically, I kept it to about three or 400 calories a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should laugh. That's because one it's... cheese doodle. <laughs> My God, man, how did you survive? <laughs> uh, as you're working, because the days are long, you're, you're in all this uh, character work, it's a very intense emotional movie playing all these scenes yeah do, do you feel like you're gonna pass out at some point like how, how is the uh, d don't you need the energy yeah it's a good question and and that's kind of the point um you you lose the weight you stop eating because not just because of the way it looks which mm -hmm. is great it's a benefit but because it <laughs> they just laugh right okay i'm on to you uh, <laughs> But it changes the way you talk, the way you walk, the way people treat you. It changes your energy. Um, so you do it for the way it affects you. And, and did that then, uh, uh, did you find people believed you to be more fragile? Yeah. And that's provided, I mean, that's a very uh, a great way to put it. Yeah, it provided a, a lot of fragility. Right. And, and, and that, when you were done with that process, yeah. how do you come back? How, how long does Therapy. it... It stays with you, that, that... It does. You know, in this film it, particularly, you know, I, I play a... Well, you guys just saw the clip, so I don't have to say, but it, it's, it was a really uh, unique situation. So, you know, there was a voice, there's a walk, a talk, a whole thing, and right. it takes a little while to lose the muscle memory. I stayed in character the whole time, uh, and I was you mean very... at night? Like, like, not when you're not on set? You know, you can't really let go of that. Um, uh, you're, you're constantly in that place, at least I was, right. and uh, you know, I needed to be there in order to do what I, I had to do. 
Did you not, you know, the hardest thing I think for me, other than obviously being a good actor, would be, uh, <laughs> would be when, when not working, not doing food stuff. Because yeah. so much of my downtime yeah. is food-based. It's is based on like, no, oh, right. I'm gonna sit sports centers on and that looks like a pizza. I think, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go have myself a, a pizza yeah. and, and sports center. Yeah, you, you, you get a pretty empty life very quickly. Yes. Which is good for the film because all you really have left is your work. Yes. And an, Did you give up during that time no music, no nothing? You no, know, I was very focused on the film, and unfortunately, we shot it in 25 days. Wow. Uh, it was very quick, and, uh, and that, that was, was great. And the band is, is coming back. You have, there's a documentary out today yeah. about your battle with your record label, yeah. EMI, yes? Yeah, yeah, in which they sued us for $30 million after we found out that uh, uh, we had sold millions of albums, and not only were we not going to be paid a single penny, but that we were millions of dollars in debt. We started to look into it, contested our contract, and then they promptly sued us for 30 million bucks. We fought them for a few years and filmed it all. The, the, the upshot of it, though, is when they informed you that you had sold millions of records and you owed them millions of dollars, did you have to come to them and say, oh, but we sold millions of records? And like, oh, you found out about that. Like, yeah. is that, how do they, how do they deal with that? You know, that's the question, really, and that's what we talk about in Artifact, right. to talk about this crazy business and that, that really unholy relationship between art and commerce and that's uh, i'm telling you record yeah. companies are going away this whole the new, the, the whole new distribution model it, they're, they're going to be a thing of the past that's why they want 30 million because they're oh. they realize like in a couple of years they're <laughs> well, out i didn't the door. get it fortunately we didn't uh oh, you know cool. we we ended up uh uh making an album called this is war that did really really well Good. went on to sell millions of albums and, and the guy who was at the helm of the company who sued us lost control of the company and lost almost a billion dollars, or maybe a little more, in the process. So, <laughs> I just gave away the. Is, is that how the film. movie ends? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, it's in the theaters now. Thirty Seconds to Mars documentary film artifact on iTunes as well. Jared Leto. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.